Hi guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Courtside Story. Uh, it, during this video, we're going to summarize the series, uh, the Clippers Jazz series, which was one of the Western Conference finals, uh, Western Conference semifinals. And I thought it was actually a very entertaining series. Uh, Mari, why don't you start with this? Uh, bro, like, I agree, it was fucking entertaining. I would have loved to see it go to seven games, which I thought it would, but the Jazz pulled a proper before, choke job. Before, I, before we get further in, I'd just like to say, when the series started, I told him it was going to be Clippers in six. And he said, bro, how are you so confident that the Clippers are going to win at all? Yeah, yeah, I, I like, was fucking wrong, but I stand by that shit because, see, bro, first of all, I assume if a player has a max contract and three DPO-wise, then they know how to play defense. Okay. And like, secondly, like Donovan was crazy as I expected, but it's hard to work around. Like he was pretty injured. Okay. He's coming off an injury and he's still been ridiculous. Like Donovan Mitchell off an injury still dropped 35 points per game for the series. But the Clippers were just a better team. I have no doubt in my mind they were the better team. And even though I've given Rudy Gobert so much shit, like the point is like, I think Clippers played some great small ball especially down the stretch in games. And Gobert could not cope with it. Like, these little guys you know, were dancing rings I, around him. I was What I was going to say to add to this, I firstly, I'll, I'll get to that in, me in a second. But firstly, I, you're giving too much credit for Donovan Mitchell being injured. He wasn't injured. Like, okay, he, maybe he was coming off injury. I'll give him that. He was rusty. I'll give him that. But he wasn't playing like he was injured. Okay. And like, in the sense that, fair, you know, fair. I'm not, I don't mean it in the sense that he had good games. Okay. I'm not saying good games are enough to overlook an injury. All I'm saying is, he didn't look like you know, like Harden looked strained if you go see the Nets Buck series, right? It didn't look like that for Donovan Mitchell. It didn't look like that for Donovan Mitchell when he was playing against Memphis, in fact. Forget Clippers. All right. Now, getting back to it, bro, sure, I do. I accept this, but uh, what your criticism of Ruby, Rudy Gobert is fair, but only to an extent, bro. Because, like you say, the entire concept of small ball is built around the fact that the five man, however great a defender, will get fucked. That's the whole point. It reduces the five-man to a redundant person because they essentially become a perimeter defender. Okay. And like this is this has been common. This has been the trend since we go back, go back to the Golden State. If you go back and fucking look at last year's Rockets or this year's Clippers. And I don't I, I instead of giving shit to Rudy for that, I give credit to Tyloo for that. Okay. Oh. Utterly, I think Ty Lue actually gets an unprecedented amount of shit. Like, people go, oh, LeBron was the coach on the Cavs team, all that bullshit. Like, I get that Ty Lue has had bad moments, but almost every, like, professional league coach has. I think people don't get how competitive this shit is. Ty Lue made incredible adjustments. He trusted Terrence Mann in a moment that was, like, very crucial. And, like, a lot of these decisions proved to be profitable for the Clippers. But before we go no, to no. Terrence Mann, I, yeah. we have to talk about the Terrence Mann game. But before that, one thing about this Rudy Gobert shit, right? Like, I get what you're saying, dude, but... I would buy your point if Gobert averaged more than 12 points per game for the series. This dude has a max contract. He's like the uh, franchise star. And he's averaged 12 points per game for the series. I think that's pretty fuck all. Like, offensively, Donovan, Clarkson, and Bogdanovich have been carrying the scoring load. Um, Bro, okay, fine. Fair enough, bro. You, if you want to fault uh, Rudy Gobert's offense, I agree. But also, I'd like to say... It's Rudy Gobert was never and still isn't one of the people who can create his own bucket. Okay, it's true. There's yeah, nothing bro, more he can't even it. finish like when someone creates for him sometimes. And, and he actually really fucks with, it up. With Mike Connolly out, there wasn't much scope for that. Okay, nobody, if you go see, Agreed. it was very rare that Donovan Mitchell was throwing up a lob to him and stuff like that. And when he did, 
True. Most of the times, at least. Okay. Rudy Gobert capitalized. So, uh, again, like, yes, Gobert is to blame, but there are mitigating circumstances. Now, I want to go back to the Clippers, bro, because the Clippers have done some fucking historic stuff, right? Not just during the series, but this entire postseason. They're the only team to come back from a 2-0 deficit twice during one postseason, which is insane if you think about it, especially considering the fact that Utah had the best home record, which I think was, uh, I don't exactly remember, they had the best home record yeah, in the yeah. entire league. They had not, not lost a single game at home during the postseason. Actually, that's not true. They lost the first game to the Grizzlies. That is true. But that was without Mitchell. Okay? Yeah. And and where did the Clippers close it, bro? At fucking Salt Lake City. In game six. In a come from insane. behind game. In a come from behind game. Which is insane. And okay, to one more thing. All right? Kawhi Leonard was, as usual, sensational this series. As usual. Okay? But props to Paul George. Bro. Props to Paul George for bringing back not just props, bro. Like the kind of I, I slander this I man has seen. and all, but props to Paul George for fucking bringing back playoff D, bro. Bro, props to Paul George for like emerging despite being slandered. This might be the most slander I've seen a player receive in NBA history. Okay, like, and I get it. This guy choked. He shot some atrocious one of thirteen and all last year. I get it. I understand slander, but I think it's high time it stops and we also give credit where credit is due. PG played forty-one minutes again this series. He dropped 29, 10, and 5 while playing excellent defense. He was fucking beautiful. With Kawhi out, he was playing like a central star, which is what he was once Kawhi was gone. And he embraced the role. He played beautifully. He took some great top shots. Stepped up. Yeah. Definitely. I think Paul uh, George was sensational. Yeah. And, uh, bro. But, yeah, I think, okay, so a couple of things. First of all, Ty adjustments, right? I feel like that is one of the reasons they won. Okay. Kawhi Leonard, of course, was great during uh, two of their dubs, right? Yeah, during the first two dubs they got, Kawhi was great. Kawhi was a bit, uh, you know, like slow to come out because, which is understandable, bro. In fact, the whole team was slow to come out if you go see game one, right? Because they got off to a hot start uh, and then they just, they just like fizzled out, which is fair enough, bro. You're coming off a seven game series, the other team is coming off a fucking five game series. Uh, Again, this will be interesting to watch because they're coming off six-game series this time and the Suns are coming off a sweep. So, that'll be interesting to watch. But getting back to Utah, I feel like, firstly, uh, Donovan Mitchell carried most of that scoring load. Okay. And, like, you know how how much of a credit you give Utah for being, like, such a deep team? The truth is, with that small ball, uh, this thing, the Clippers played excellent perimeter defense. Okay. Yeah. Like, excellent. Because uh, this is, uh, I think they averaged about 17 three-pointers or 16 three-pointers made during the series. Okay. And this is the result. uh, uh, This is just props to Jazz. Because that is the result of the great perimeter defense that Clippers played. And yet, they made 16, 17 threes a game. Yeah, that team can get ridiculously hot from deep. And before we forget, I think we should just like respect the shit out of Terrence Mann for dropping 39 in the biggest game of his life till this point. Ridiculous. Some of those buckets were ridiculous. So, I think that's like mad props. I think uh, Reggie Jackson was another guy who was absolutely crazy. Brilliant. Even uh, Nick Batum broke that that matter. Nick Batum brought the kind of vet experience they signed him on for. Like, I think this is what people expect from Rondo, but it's coming from Nick Batum. 
number two, which is still great. Like if you can hit those big threes, if you can be a reliable shooter, that's and he's playing great defense. And uh, I think, yeah, he was, he was. He's known for that, like classic uh, Batum. But uh, I think Reggie really stepped it up, played on an All NBA level for like four or five games. Really, like helped Paul George in a time when Kawhi was gone. And uh, other than that, I think I mean it was a hard fought series. Both teams played really well, but I think Jordan these Clarkson were the played super reasons, well. At least the way we see them, that the Clippers took Jordan, Jordan Clarkson played super well. Bro, another thing was oh yeah, like, I was just gonna say we should also mention. No, no I was gonna say like offensively, the Jazz yeah, yeah. may have been a better team. Okay, but like two things worked to the Clippers' advantage, right? With respect to their offense, because they both, they, both, both the teams relied on a lot of three, uh, three-point shooting offense, right? And well, I think the Clippers just took the dub essentially because of their small ball lineup. You know? it it helped them because they were faster on the perimeter. They were better with the switches, you know. No, not the switches. Better with the pick and rolls and stuff like that. And also because they were the better team defensively, bro. They had more vet experience. And I, I keep telling you this, bro. And you are like, oh, bro, but the young stars are just brilliant and stuff. Yeah, they are brilliant. Okay, but like in the end, when the when you're splitting hairs in such a close series such as this one, vet experience. Definitely works to your favor, and the Jazz didn't have much of that. Undoubtedly, bro, I I agree with that. That makes a lot of sense, and I think Clippers small ball worked because they realized Gobert can't make a bucket, and the problem with small ball is defense, which wasn't a problem because Gobert wasn't getting his own. So there's that. Uh, other players who did well, I think Boyan Bogdanovich is an incredible shooter. That dude can get hot any given day. He can make his Jordan own threes. Clarkson, bro. Jordan, I was coming there. Jordan Clarkson at one stretch had scored like I think 18 straight for the Jazz. Uh, this was in the closeout game only, I think, and uh, he's he he was actually ridiculous throughout throughout this year. He had an excellent season, and that dude is scary. Like he's one of the best bench players, arguably, like we've ever seen from an offensive standpoint. He can create his own bucket from anywhere. Right. And uh, Royce O'Neal is underrated. He's a pretty good rebounder, hardcore defender. So Joe Ingles showed up. Uh, to be fair, so the Jazz played as expected, but I think the Clippers, Terrence Mann, ridiculous. Marcus Morris in key moments ridiculous. Reggie Jackson, like I said, all NBA level like basketball in those few games. Kawhi Leonard when he was there as expected. PG fucking not as expected but insane. Killed it. Absolutely killed it. Uh, I would like to see like better basketball from the likes of Kennard and stuff like be more willing to shoot the ball. But I think I mean. Other than that, the Clippers played some very winning basketball out there. Yeah, I feel like that pretty much sums up what exactly happened, right? Clippers were, in spite of this thing, they were the better team. Maybe not the more deep team, but they were the better team. They played better. Their strategy was better. Their adjustments and coaching was better. And I think that just allowed them to take the dub. But yeah, that that is all for now because that was the Clippers. Uh, Jazz series. Uh, we're both very excited to see the Clippers Sun series, especially because we support opposite teams. Ah, uh, but please let us know what do you think. Thank you. Oh wait, wait. wait.